Okay, you're being racist. What? Just because I'm I'm white, I can't fucking dance. I no. It's not that just because you're white you can't. That's dance. right. That's what's up. But because you're white and the rest of the conditions around you that would mostly be relative to white people or why you can't dance. Like, I, I mean, if a black dude also grew up in rural Canada, I imagine he also can't dance. But you just happen to be white this time. Okay. Um, that's, uh, I don't even know what to say about that. I don't even know how to begin to like, okay. Here's what I'm going to say. Do you know Questlove? Yeah. I taught him how to play the drums. Okay? So okay. you're like, oh, you don't have any rhythm. Little did you know, I'm, I'm out here. I'm helping the black community. To, I'm giving them rhythm. Okay. Five he was, he's, my, he's my number one pupil. That's not even <laughs> remotely possible. That's not even remotely possible. Questlove's like fucking 50 years He's old. He's way older than you. I, I kind of like like imagining that movie Whiplash, but it's a white <laughs> dude teaching a black dude how to play like black hip-hop drums or whatever. I fucking... That would be wild. I feel like Questlove would be really scared if I just fucking chucked a snare at him. I think he'd be really freaked out. <laughs> I think I think we could change the entire dynamic, the instructor, uh, 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 trainee, fucking uh, dynamic, just by making the instructor a white dude and the trainee a black dude. Don't change yeah. anything else because then just watching it, you're like Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it's yeah, that's that's exactly what you that's it. you got to get like Jaden Smith as the drummer. <laughs> And you, you fucking keep J.K. Simmons, but then he's just dressed like a cop the whole time. And he's like, not my tempo. <laughs> Come on, Trayvon Jr. You're going to learn how to do this. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know why I chose that name. That's, dude. Trayvon Jr.? That's, that's someone... actually terrible. Yeah, there's not going to be a Trayvon Jr., dude, because of fucking George no. Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah, because George Zimmerman didn't murder him. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what George Zimmerman took from us is fucking Trayvon Jr., the jazz drumming prodigy. We can never have that. <laughs> we can never have that thing you and I just made up. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn, that sucks. Okay, well, so we were we were we had some flow uh, before we fucking turned the equipment on because that's how professional we are. What were you saying? You were talking about how you love conspiracy theories. Yeah, like, I, I cannot help the fact that I love conspiracy theories. What I was going to say was that um, I have listened to, like, literally hundreds of hours and looked at, like, uh, physical evidence and, and uh, old documents to, like, with people really, really trying to get me to believe that, like, Jesus existed. And I'm like, I, I don't buy it. I, I, I don't buy it. I'm sorry. And then one well, person will be like, bro. Inc incredibly bro. blasphemous, but go ahead. <laughs> and then one person would be like bro uh you know stanley kubrick pretty much shot everything like on a studio and it really wouldn't be that difficult for him to shoot a realistic moon landing i mean just consider that the guy made vietnam in the uk he could probably make the moon in a sound studio it's really not that difficult and suddenly i'm like oh my god dude the moon <laughs> is fake you're saying that we live in a hollow earth what 
Like, I just buy into them so quick. That's why I have to debunk things all the time, because I just believe conspiracy theories. I'm like, what do you mean? The Tuskegee experiments made all the black people strong? But I'm not strong. <laughs> I have to, like, look it up. Okay. Well, there's We got a, a bit of beat there. First of all, that's a great pitch for yourself, that you're, like, debunking things as a way to maintain your own sanity. Because you mm -hmm. have to, you're like Dexter, dude, where he's like, I helped catch serial killers because I have the desire to kill myself. You're like finding <laughs> order in the world because you, you have this impulse to like spread misinformation. Um, yeah. The second thing I wanted to say is the Tuskegee experiments made the black people strong. <laughs> I don't remember if I heard this on like a white power message board or like a black kings message board, but I, I, I used to like try, well, I still do. I end up in these cons uh, conspiracy boards where people are just ranting about shit. And I remember like two or three people having this exchange about how before the Tuskegee experiments, like black people were shitty athletes, right? That they were only good. And now, now I think about, I think this might, I genuinely think this might've been like a black Israelite, black King thing, but it sounds like eugenic white nationalism, but I'm 90% certain these were all other black people. Um, that like black people sucked at sports, um, and were only good at manual labor until the Tuskegee experiments. And then afterwards, because so many people, I guess, had sickle cell and syphilis that they're strong, I guess. Like, that's like the thing that whatever happened to the Tuskegee experiments, um, also happened to the rest of the black people. And so we should all have extra genetics that would make us. Bigger, stronger, faster, and better at, like, basketball was the thing. Like, you know, uh, one or one or two people had that conversation on probably, like, four or five back-and-forth replies. Not even that long. And for, like, three hours that I was, like, looking at the Tuskegee. How many, how many people are, like, directly descended from Tuskegee experiment people? Like, I got to know. <laughs> I got to know if I fucked up by not, like, being related to somebody who was, like, injected with syphilis or whatever the fuck. Well, okay. Uh, that seems like a bit of a self-own, a little bit, being like, you know, they like they made us athletic. I don't know. I guess I could see the motivation. You like make people make black people athletic, and then uh, you everybody like gawks at them or whatever. I suppose that is like a racist thing to do, but that doesn't even make any fucking sense. Dude. What about like Jack Johnson? He was heavyweight champion of the world in 1908, and he was black. So this is yeah. like. You know, yeah. if you had the syphilis back then, they just try to fucking bake you in an oven. And they're like, oh, well, we killed the syphilis and also you. But, you know, that's we're making progress. Well, wasn't Jesse Owens the fastest guy in the world like 10 years before the Tuskegee experiments? It's I, I looked it up. It's like right at the same time. Oh, okay. it's like okay. <laughs> is that so. I mean, that I'm see you see you can't yeah, you Jesse. can't say that he didn't have syphilis and that made him quicker than the Nazis. Yeah, I was just going to say, Jesse Owens is like, I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. Hitler's going to laugh at me. Plus, I have syphilis. My life fucking sucks. And then they just, like, treated him. And he's like, oh, damn, man. I fucking re you. Fuck you, Nazis. Look at that. Addy Dassler came up and was like, listen, I know you have syphilis and you're black. But if you wear these shoes, like, everybody's going to like you. And he was like, this is my, this is the one thing I have is if I work with this Nazi right now, because like, honestly, I have syphilis. It, it was that, actually sucks. Wait, Jesse Owens wore Nazi shoes? Yeah, right? 
Isn't that what happened? So he competed in Hitler's Olympics, right? Addy Dassler and his brother, fuck, what's his, I don't remember his brother's name, but they had their shoe company, um, Adidas and, um, their shoe companies, Adidas and Puma. Um, the other one was like a super Nazi, fucking loved being a Nazi and loved Hitler. Addy was like kind of a Nazi, more or less just like wanted to sell shoes. Um, and the Nazis were everybody that bought shoes. So he was like, yeah, cool. I'd sell Nazi shoes. Right, right. Uh, and then he found out Jesse Owens was going to compete and brought his Adidas spike track shoes there and was like, look, they got spikes on the side. Can you wear these? Like, I don't think he even said anything. He just like presented them to him. And Eddie Dasser, er, and Jesse Owens is like, sweet, and puts them on, wins, and then, you know, has his iconic picture or whatever. And then Addy Dassler gets, or, and Adidas specifically, um, becomes popular. So at the end of World War II, as the United, the, the, the Allies essentially are like blowing every Nazi thing up, they come across an Adidas uh, factory and they're like, well, let's not blow this up because this is like Jesse Owens wore these shoes. So let's like leave it and saves the only left, the only remaining Adidas factory in all of Germany essentially saving that business because Eddie Dassler gave a black dude some shoes and Hitler like didn't care. Hitler was like, Oh, that's cool. Right on. I think he shook his hand. Yeah. Well, that makes, um, how do I explain? I'm not saying that Hitler, you know, loved black people. I'm not going to say that. Nobody can quote me on that. That is not a position I hold, but there's no, how many black people are there in Germany? You know what I mean? Hitler's very self-centered. He's trying to, decide what people around him are deplorables that's what i think he just there well, was an immediacy to his racism like how like well, how i hate the french <laughs> no i don't know because remember he was campaigning in africa to get adrenochrome right okay. so <laughs> right, okay. it's, that's not a fake thing he was campaigning in africa because he was trying to find what he called vril because Hitler was a huge occultist and believed that, particularly in children, um, possibly in black children, you could take a specific part of their body out and squeeze a juice from it that you could drink that would give you eternal life. It's literally the adrenochrome uh, conspiracy theory a hundred years ago. That's like what Hitler, that's one of his bigger yeah. things, was like that he was, was really into the order of real. This was, if you read the original screenplay for Raiders of the Lost Ark, this is what it's about. Is it? No, for sure it's not about Hitler oh. taking organs from black children. And Indiana Jones <laughs> has like a whip in his hand and he just like lassoes Hitler's arm while he's about to like bite into a kidney or something. He's <laughs> like, ba ba da ba 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 four-year-old and he's going to eat the middle of the four-year-old. <laughs> and Indiana Jones just pulls out his pistol in that one scene. And oh, yeah. Hit, and yeah. shots him or shoots the baby out of his hands. Oh, huh? yeah. You have you have taken mine kinder. <laughs> Dude, we should fucking... They do reboots, right? What if we just redid fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark? I guess it would make sense because we've taken out Ark of the Covenant. I'm not going <laughs> to... I was fucking... I was photoshopping or spitballing titles in my head. And all, it's like, I can't go that hard, dude. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll do some jokes with like a racializing component. But I'm just not just going to come up with like fucking... <laughs> It's like just like fucking racist this, ass film titles. This racism firewall. Like I don't think either of us really realized that we would find boundaries so easily. But I think at least once an episode, 
one of us stops a joke because we find a boundary that we weren't aware of. I've been listening back while I'm editing shit. I'm like, oh yeah, definitely we are uh, not not great at self censoring because we both get the thing out, and then we're like, oh maybe we shouldn't say that. Yeah, you just got to keep it playful, dude. I mean, it's not. That's the problem I run into. That's the problem I run into with all my friends, where they're like, I fucking hate cancel culture, and I'm like, me too, and they're like, yeah, man. It's like, fuck, I gotta, like, watch what I say at work. I can't, like, talk about the same shit I talk about with you. And I'm like, well, the shit you talk to me about, like, a lot of it is about how Israel shouldn't exist. And I don't think we should, like, transition into a world where you can go to work and say that, like, Israel doesn't deserve, like, I don't know. That's, that's just, like, the loose thing where people are like, I fucking hate cancel culture, dude. And it's like, yeah, man, that sucks. And it's like, yeah, I fucking, I went to Thanksgiving and I called my girlfriend my little slut in front of her mom and her mom got all pissed at me. And you're like, well, okay. <laughs> she's fucking, she's fucking reading those feminist blogs, man. They're warping my girlfriend's mom's mind. And you're like, oh, yeah, her mind's, it's not you. It's not you fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's like her mom had, you know, happened to come across a fucking photo, uh, photocopied um paperback of like bell hooks yeah from, yeah uh, and 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 you're you're completely normal even though you made her wear a collar and pulled her around on a chain <laughs> around even the though house the, the only comedian you like is steven crowder it's the only good comedian <laughs> dude he's the only one who's brave enough to say what's really going on did you fucking see that thing steven crowder just did oh god no what is it oh dude you, this is he. This is. Should we look it up in real time? This is fucked. He recreated the the George Floyd incident where he had someone what? dress up like a cop and kneel on his neck, and then he just talked about how he was fine because he like I hadn't seen it. I've only seen pictures, but I assume the point was that like he's oh, fine because he wasn't no. like high on drugs. That oh happened. god, dude, no. Yeah. And people are like, that's that's a classic bit, dude. That's clap. That's right up there with seven dirty words you can't say on TV. That and then when fucking Crowder recreated George Floyd. Oh fuck! I'm I'm looking at a still right now, and the dude just kind of got his knee on Stephen Crowder's back, right, with a screenshot of the actual George Floyd George Floyd murder, where the cop has all of his weight on the back of George Floyd's head and like his face is smashed up against the ground and you could see like the muscle tear is happening. So his like eyes are getting swollen, right? As from being smashed up at the ground. Steven Crowder looks like he's got a buddy just sort of like kneeling on him. This is cute. Any, what a hilarious make any fucking uh, yeah, oh you th you like this bit? You're a yeah, fan I love of this, this bit. bit. He should he should <laughs> what he should do next is he should get a large group of people to beat and lynch him to just prove that uh <laughs> Emmett, Emmett Till really wasn't like that Emmett Till really wasn't in that much danger like he could have just oh got out God. it's so I want, it's like go ahead I want Steven Crowder to hang himself in public to prove <laughs> just to own Emmett Till's family it's so yeah it's just him <laughs> that's so funny that like he if he because the whole thing's a scam right he knows that he's doing like some weird performative thing just to be a, a, an edgy fucking piece of shit but uh, you imagine he buys into his own bullshit and he's like standing like 
fucking at, at the top of like a like a gallows with a noose around his neck and a lever and then a sign that says i'm not about to die change my mind and everybody <laughs> even his friends f- fucking ben shapiro is like no steven you are about to die you are about if you pull that and fall down you will break your neck and you will die because that is how anatomy works and then steven crowd is like "Ooh, guess you're a fucking cuck <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the liberals are trying to, to stop me again from exposing the truth. Yeah, yeah, and then he just fucking offs himself. <laughs> that would fucking rule, dude. He's that, like, or, so I mean, that wouldn't. That would I'm be gonna sad. get a CIA guy to shoot me in the head from a hundred <laughs> yards away just to prove that MLK's a bitch. <laughs> Watch watch me survive this assassination because MLK, he ain't got fucking shit on me. Now, I'll, 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 this guy's a liar and a faker. It's so fucking, it's like, okay, first of all, even if the only reason, if, and I'm not saying this is what's going on, even if the only reason George Floyd died is because he was fucking like, I don't know, like hopped up on whatever he took and like had like a, 200 bpm heart rate and then a cop kneeled on his neck that cop fucking chauvin could have still just stood up and then he wouldn't right. have died right. <laughs> like it's like even if that for so, even if all other people could just have someone kneel on their neck for nine minutes like it's a cakewalk it's it's like did you not i can hear if i'm standing up and someone's on the ground next to me and they're gurgling I can hear that. So if I'm kneeled down yeah. on top of them, I can definitely like hear them. Well, I think just, yeah, just the audio of the guy is enough, but I've been in like, you know, I've said before, I've been in like fights and stuff. I've, I've, I've had people uh, like completely lose consciousness, like, you know, underneath my body weight and on top of me, you can actually feel somebody like losing their energy. You know what I mean? You can feel, you can feel them dying even though you intend on letting go because it's a choke and you're in a street fight or whatever like you could feel a person dying so like the 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 whole idea the whole idea that you're gonna have a dude just like kind of lean on your neck a little bit and then you're gonna like talk the whole time and that's gonna be an accurate representation of what happened is in and of itself completely ignorant but like also to intentionally do it to like ah, i'm gonna i gotta own the libs right now by uh proving that if you do it in a lighter way without all the same conditions, you get a completely different result. Oh, you I got me, dude. Now that's science. I just don't, it's so fucking, it's nothing, right? He must be, I don't know. This is the back to the conspiracy theory, but he must be funded by someone who's like, dude, just create chaos. Just like yeah. fuck everything up. So no one, everybody's just talking about the outrage. Cause it's like, you can be like, okay. Say like, I'm, what am I going to say? I'm like pro banana. Don't like know what I'd you like, mean. Don't I know like what bananas. You mean. Okay. I enjoy the taste of bananas, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't mean if I like leave a banana out on the counter for like six months while I go to fucking Guadalajara and then come back and it's rotten as shit, I'm going to be like, well, no banana would ever hurt me. I <laughs> believe in bananas. It's like you can be pro cop. And not be like, well, if a cop did it, it must be good. Like, that is the most <laughs> fucking cocked perspective in the world. To be like, well, if a cop did it, it's like, who who are you? That's the conservative <laughs> stance. That's the stance of a real man. Where it's like, if a cop did it. Then it's fine. 
Yeah, he's just gonna right. We should fu- dress up. I was gonna no fuck it. We should dress up like cops and fuck Steven Crowder's wife in front of him <laughs> and just see, just have him get into like a moral quandary about it. A couple years ago, there was this cop, and this dude is like huge. He's like six four, fucking two hundred something pounds. This cop uh, was a serial rapist, and he would only rape older black women, like women. 40 plus uh prostitutes and some of these one of these women he raped was like a 70 something year old woman he pulled her over she's like what's going on he goes oh you you ran a red light back there she's like no i absolutely didn't there's no red lights on this street it's the ghetto and he's like well you did now you have to suck my dick and he did this for like years right and then he eventually gets caught so i'd like to think that steven crowder hears about this and is like it's not true if a cop makes you suck his dick it's a good thing i'll prove it i'll prove it right now and he goes he goes to town hall right couple of dozen cameras there or whatever and a cop comes out and he just pulls that cop top stick out and sucks it to completion just lets that cop come all over his face and then gets up and says yeah yeah take that aoc you think cops are bad you think a cop would come in my mouth if he was a bad person it's so it's so fucked up dude everybody's so crazy because nobody can talk like I, this is I'm going to sound like I'm being performatively compassionate or whatever. I'm not. I just think that I'm not like trying mm-hmm. to be political. So my mind is like clear. It right. was like when that shit happened in Texas where everything froze and yeah. AOC was like, well, this wouldn't have happened if we'd done the Green New Deal. It's like, shut up. You know, none of the people who don't have power care about how you were right six months ago that's your job that's your job as a congresswoman to like when a tragedy stands up be like well i was right i told you so yeah what are you gonna do for the people of texas now nothing because you represent like a corner of the bronx or whatever you rep it's you represent like a bank (laughs) and like (laughs) a bunch of food trucks and that's those are your people place the place where dog day afternoon happened those are your constituents (laughs) i think that's in Uh, brooklyn you know like i get i get you say because i feel like the when we're talking about the steven crowder thing what came to my mind was like uh the man spreading videos that you would see in like 2017 where people Someone posted a video of like women intentionally sitting with their legs spread real wide in like a train in Germany. And they're like, this is to show men what it's like to to be man spread it. And it's just like, there's just a dude on his phone, just standing, not paying attention to the woman sprawled out like this. Or like a guy, <laughs> he goes and he goes to sit down and the woman does the thing and he goes, oh shit, sorry. And then goes and sits somewhere else next to someone else who's doing the same thing. Like it, like nobody gives a fuck. And each time they're like, you see, we're teaching these men a lesson. I always like an old, uh, and like everybody thinks it's cliche to say, but I think Steven Crowder really is a good representation of like that horseshoe where we all hate these uh, uh, cancel culture, um, hyper offended, uh, uh, let's say like liberals, right? But he is the exact same thing on the other side of the spectrum. And the same people that would get fucking enraged at a bit that he does like this like it's a it's an obviously tasteless bit like i'm not mad at the guy i don't know him personally if he was my friend we would have beef i'd be like the fuck's your problem but i don't know the fucking guy he could do whatever he wants you know <laughs> um but like the same people that are mad at him for doing that 
do the same thing on the other side where they like show a little kid shooting a gun and the little kid like the gun hits him in the face a little bit and they're like you see <laughs> guns are dangerous and bad you see how sad that kid is because he shot a gun now you're just as bad as fucking george zimmerman like they just say they, they yeah the these logic jumps in in an intent with the intent to frame the other side as like the bad guy what ends up happening is now we know we've known this for a while but now we know steven crowder is not just retarded but very very retarded remember when he put <laughs> um he, he remember when he dressed up like a woman and then put a muslim dummy on his lower back to simulate a muslim raping him so that he could say muslims rape people more than anybody else and that's why muslims shouldn't be allowed in germany extra extra read all about it conservative comedian more retarded than ever before hypothesized (laughs) (laughs) just uh, just a boy in a newsy cap yeah yeah it's it's all fucked even with that like man spreading thing it's that's just you can't take the internet into the real world that's, you know what I mean? If that's like an internet thing and you want to talk forever yeah. about manspreading until you're like blue in the face, that's fine. But like actual people are on the train and you can't just like do the internet to them. Like that's like, like <laughs> you got to keep, you got to keep those things separate. That's the problem when they like blend together. Yeah. I remember, this isn't going to make me sound good, but fuck it. I was, uh, I was on a, the train in toronto late at night uh coming back from a video game tournament because i'm very cool and so i was coming back from this video game tournament and i was talking to a friend of mine and we were saying something and i used the phrase those people but i wasn't talking about like any race of people i don't remember what i was saying but i said those people right and then this guy came over to me and he's like you know you shouldn't really use the term those people. And it was like, it was a pretty empty train. There were like four people on like the fucking whole cart. And it's like, you shouldn't use the phrase those people. And I was like, well, you don't really know what I was talking about. It's actually not what you think. So it's not a problem. He's like, no, in like any context, it's not good because you're like making generalizations about groups of people. And that's not the way to figure out the truth. And then I was just like, who told you you could fucking talk to me? And he was like, what? And I was like, this isn't goddamn Twitter. You can't just go, how about I'm just being wrong on purpose? And he's like, well, you're being very rude. I'm like, how about I don't give a shit? Like, fuck. And then I just like cursed at him a bunch and he went away. And my friend was like, yo, that was really aggressive. I was like, whatever. This is, this is real life. You can't, someone's allowed to be wrong seven feet away from you and you just got to shut the fuck up because that's how they're, this isn't the internet. That's my new thing. I need like a fucking t-shirt that says this isn't the internet. This isn't the internet. Well, it's fine. <laughs> it's just like, by the way, it, you know, and he said it and I tried to resolve it fine. And he's like, no, really. And it's like, you're really, you're, this is like a teachable moment. You decide, it's like 1 a.m. I've been drinking Red Bull for nine hours trying to, you know, <laughs> fucking like fight a Pikachu. And then, now you're just going to like, you just tell me what's going on, how to really, you know, deploy empathy at 1 a.m. You're schooled about the potential of you being perceived as racism in a different setting using the same context. Like, this is so removed from my current mood. I'm on a train yeah. talking to my homie. I'm not worried about like if I said those people in a room full of like octoroons. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's so funny.
That's the only person I've ever heard say Octoroon other than you is Richard Spencer. Richard Spencer. I know. You and Richard, you and Richard Spencer are the only people I've ever heard say that word. I know. And that's, I, I love that word so much because like I have, I have my own, I don't know if other people like realize this, but I have my own like running joke um, here in North America and that I know just about every white person um, thinks that they're like one sixteenth Apache or some shit. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's fucking so funny because now it's actually $30 to get your entire family tree like sent to you. You can get your fucking genealogy mapped. You can get your fucking genetics traced. Like you could find out who your great uncle was. You can find out the first people of your bloodline that came to this country. I know people that have discovered that they have uh, uh, recessive fucking dangerous genetic fucking um, ailments that their family never knew about that they discovered that then later they discovered that they were the carrier of it because they've done said genealogy thing. Like the future is fucking bizarre. And it, it, right. it really doesn't take that much to find out things about yourself. And I know a number of people who at different times told me that their family was a number of different native American tribes. Right. I know people that are like, Oh, I'm you're Blackfoot. I'm Blackfoot too. And I'm like, no, like when I say I'm Blackfoot, like I can call the tribe and they'll tell me my tribe number because like I, we exist. We're like real. And they're like, no, no, no. My great, 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 great grandma was a, a Blackfoot princess. You're like, that's not, the political system the Native Americans use doesn't make sense. Uh, I cannot wait for you to find out you're wrong. And then like a few years later, they'd be posting on their Facebook without any mention of like the Native American. Novel. They'd be like, well, found out today I'm 82% Irish and, and, and fucking 19 or 18% British. And it's like, yeah, I know. I knew that. I could have told you that, but you're not. So there's this, like, I also like to think, because this ha th this does happen, uh, where I meet people, they can very obviously tell I'm not all the way black, but eventually we get to the part where I tell them, like, I'm not even half black. Like, they, even that part's a lie. Like, my dad was half black. I am less than that. I am more Native American than I am black. It's actually really sad. Is that true? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, damn. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, my dad was a uh, uh, second generation um, Haitian immigrant, and his like mom um, grew up on a rezo, and like his no 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 his grandma grew up on a rezo. What had happened was his grandpa on the other side met his grandma, or his grandpa on that side met his grandma when his grandpa came from Haiti to America as a refugee. And they put him with other refugees. And the other refugees at the time were Native Americans. So they all just like fucked. Right. And so yeah. they're all these black Native they all Americans. Just fucked. Yeah. No, that's like the thing. right away? <laughs> Almost immediately. Because now if you go to places like there are places in Georgia where you can go to like Native American um reservations and it's just like black people. And you're like, No? I'm like, no, dude. No, homeboy. How, dog? How, my nigga? <laughs> Just, just showing up in a native reservation, being like, I'm so excited to learn about the great spirit. And they're like, oh, no, we do Santeria here. And then a guy just, like, throws <laughs> chicken bones. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going like, on? I came here for one of those uh, Native American sweat lodges. I'd really like to, like, find my inner peace. Like, oh, yeah, shit, come here, homie. And you go into just a hot box. They're just listening to, like, Mac <laughs> Dre. 
hot box you think yo what up they're like i did have a spiritual experience but it wasn't uh, ayahuasca i had it was what they call it that lean i think it was <laughs> that's you go to a native reservation there's just a bunch of dudes fucking playing cricket you're like what's going on they're like this is our game we fucking love this so you're like no you're thinking of lacrosse they're like no dude we fucking love the cricket <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking for Chief Little Crow. Oh, no, you think about Lil Crow. Yo, he up the way. <laughs> he, he got damn bars. Lil Crow. Got... <laughs> That's sick, dude. I want to fucking go there. But what I was getting to is like, so there are all these uh, other people that whenever they discover, like, I usually think that whenever I tell people, like, I'm a little bit uh, black, I'm a little bit Native American, and, like, a lot Irish, that they're going to be like, oh, shit, I'm Native American, too. And they're going to come at me with the 116 thing. But what will happen on occasion, but a lot of times, but still on occasion, uh, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, yeah, I ha- I'm, uh, I'm like a 30-second black, too, man. One of my aunts is black. And I'm like, one of your aunts is black? Like. This is your, I don't understand. Could you elaborate a little bit? And they like can't because what it is that their white uncle married a black woman. And just for some reason in their brain, the black, the melanin trickled into them somehow. It's like, that's, you're not an octoroon. You're not a fucking, I don't know what would be even, what's 130? Octoroon's like one eighth. um, I'm like more octoroon than in these motherfuckers. A dude will have yeah, curly hair, and he'll be like, oh, shit, I'm pretty sure I had one, like, you know, f- slaves in my family? Sure. 18. When was slavery over? Well, see, <laughs> I did. I had slaves in my family, but they were the Irish slaves, and people don't like to talk about that. They say that's fake. That's real. Fuck you. No. <laughs> I mean, it is real, but it's, that's not, you know, has not materially affected my life, except for the alcoholism. Well, they're not they're not totally analogous right like i mean my my irish family like i said i'm uh also irish they were uh tobacco slaves um just the same right but they were like indentured servants and when it was over it was just like over you know what i mean it was like okay everybody can just go back home if you want it's really not a big deal (laughs) it's not the same as like by the way those places don't even technically exist. We don't really re- recognize them. Your culture isn't necessarily real. So, like, there's nowhere for you to go. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's different. What do you mean it's not real? <laughs> well, it's been, like, 150 years since it was real. We, You're all here now. So you can't. There's nowhere to go. Oh, okay, cool. I guess I, uh, I guess I live in Mississippi now. Cool. Dude, okay. Here's something I got. This is so fucked. This is yeah. the... This is so fun. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with the television show Family Feud? Yeah, I love it. Okay. Do you know who the current host of Family Feud is? The cur- current host? Alfonso Ribeiro? No, it's fucking Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, Steve Harvey. That's right. That's right. Dude, they did this thing. I just came across a, a YouTube rabbit hole on this thing. They did this thing where Steve Harvey... And Family Feud went to South Africa, and they had families from all of these different tribes show up to, like, play Family Feud. And, you know, they're, like, professional people, right? It's, like, an advanced modern country, so they're, like, doctors and lawyers and accountants and car salesmen. But they're, like, repping their traditional culture, so they have, like, outfits that, like, go with it and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And so all that happened, it's so crazy. Steve Harvey would go over and he'd be like, okay, y'all, I'm going to try this one. Onda woo baby. And then a woman would be like, onda woo baby. And then he'd go, damn. And everybody would laugh because he like couldn't <laughs> say the name. And then he, he, he'd, go on to the, he'd go on to the next person and he'd be like, okay, you're just going to have to say this one for me, man. What's your name? And the guy would be like, uh, auction. And then he'd be like, y'all got a click in the middle of your name. The Africa's crazy. And they all loved it. Like, none of them were offended. They, like, were all right. laughing or whatever. But I was just picturing, like, this thing where they're like, okay, Steve, Family Feud, huge. We rule weekdays at, you know, 11 a.m. What is it that you want to do? And he's like, you know what I think would be a really good way for me to be too improvisational comedy? If we went to Africa and I just did the same bit about how I can't say indigenous african names like 64 (laughs) times in one week and they'd be like okay that sounds like fun and so he just goes through there was one part where he was like look at all the pretty women in this family you almost have a pretty mother and then uh one of them is like mothers and he was like what and she goes uh our father has two wives and then steve harvey goes y'all africa's crazy and then everybody like laughs (laughs) and then he starts talking about how like I wish I could have two wives, but if I got two wives, my wife would shoot me with a gun. And then everybody just, so it's just like, <laughs> like I know that he is black and they are also black, but it's just like lazy, <laughs> so like definitely like xenophobic crowd work. And he's just doing it like for an audience of South African people. And they're, I don't know, because Trevor Noah's from there. I guess he's not funny. So like. I don't know if they don't have comedy there or like what they have comedy there. So I don't understand it. But Steve Harvey destroys with like y'all Africa's so crazy, just like presented in like 120 different setups. Well, think of it. Think of it in the same context as if like a uh, uh, an African and like an indigenous African person came to the United States as a comedian. Right. They would be like, yes, I saw a, a man. He eat an entire hot dog today. <laughs> and the crowd would be fucking, they'd fucking love it, right? Because for yeah, us, that's true. what's that's funny a good is point. like, immigrant thinks American culture is funny. You know, you know, he's like, I stand in line at, I can't, why, why am I doing like a Middle Eastern accent? Uh, I could do yeah, a black. Yeah, in South Africa, everybody sounds like fucking Aladdin. Or I guess <laughs> Aladdin sounds like a white guy, so I don't even know. Let's try fucking, again. You Let's... know who you sound like? You sound like that dude you tried not to be. Remember when you did your stream? Remember when you did your stream about like being a psychic and you were like, okay, I want to look like a psychic, but I don't want to look like a racist version of that 20 questions website. What is that website called? I was was worried about like looking too much like Zoltan. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Zoltan from like, uh, from like big. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's how I met. There's this website. I fucking, I wish I remember what it was called. God damn it, I'm so stupid. But it, like, you think of a person and it asks you questions about it and it tells you who it is. Yeah. And there's, like, a picture. I don't know. Phil, I'm checking out. Podcast is yours for, like, 45 seconds. I gotta look this up. <laughs> All right, I'll finish my African bit. It's an African okay. stand-up comedian. And his joke is, uh, I, ooh. I have seen. No, I can't do this accent. Why am I fucked on this accent today? I see. Just go with it. 
I see the man standing the line at the Starbucks, and he say, can I get a large? And the man behind the counter, he say, do you mean venti? Ha ha ha, Americans, <laughs> they will have the craziest words for things. And the whole crowd just goes fucking nuts because they're like, this guy doesn't Dude. get that it's like a different language. Do fucking not to not to diss him because I do think he's funny. There's a Canadian comic named Doug Mutai from Calgary, mm-hmm. and he had a bit once about how there's two sounds for the letter G, and that's crazy. And then he would just like pronounce words with a G in it, like instead of like garbage, he would say like garbage or whatever. And he had a whole list he would like go through mm-hmm. about how English doesn't make sense, and it would it would destroy. It was fucking like white people were like, oh, my God, Doug Mutai struggling with the G's. That's so funny. And I'm like, I'm fairly confident that he thought it was stupid, but he would just like lay people out with like there's two different G's in English. I was. uh, So that's real. That's a real thing you came up with. Um, uh, Akinator is the thing I was thinking of. What is it called? Akinator. A-K-I-N. N-A-T-O-R. Okay. You, the oh, voice God, you were doing yeah. is how I imagine Akinator sounds. <laughs> Hello, my friend. I am here to tell you the only things you know about your friend. You, <laughs> I am guessing what is in your brain right now. Let me think. <laughs> I am thinking. Okay, I am yeah. knowing what you are in think. Okay, it is, uh, is lamp. You are thinking genie. I am not <laughs> genie, okay? Dude, there's a good chance that what we should do for this podcast is just go to, like, Belgium. And every week be like, yo, Belgium's crazy, dog. And then we'll just get, we'll, we'll like, destroy it. They'll be like, oh, man, these Westerners, they're really freaked out by what we do in Belgium. Yo, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, My name's Jerry. I'm from California. California, we've got a lot of things, uh, you know, a lot of hot dogs, a lot of different um, you know, styles of sausage or whatever. But here in Belgium, you guys just have the biggest sausages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you stand there and everybody's like, oh, they're like, high yes, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, our sausages are so big here, bro. Oh, shit. That's um, what everybody's favorite uh, uh, auteur, uh, Jordan Peele. He uh, was in Amsterdam doing improv comedy for like seven years before he did Mad TV, whatever people he was with. I don't know if it's like the Groundlings or the Second City. Uh-huh. It might be the Second City. Um, whatever the like like New York version of UCB is. Uh, he was with them and they had like like a show, like a, I don't know, like a company in Amsterdam. And so he just went to Amsterdam for seven years and like did improv. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that might be, that might be. I wonder if he did a bit and he was like, yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm from upstate New York. Uh, I pretend to be black all the time or whatever, but like I actually (laughs) am a upper middle class. Like I went to private school and shit. Anyways, uh, (laughs) like the weed here in Amsterdam is good though, right? And the crowd was just like, holy shit, a black guy that appreciates our weed. Like they thought that was great. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe he went over there and bombed, and then one day he was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna talk sort of ghetto." And then it killed with the Dutch, and he was like, "Oh, this is my news." No, I don't know. That's no, probably what? no. He just he like he could have gone there, uh, bombed, and then been like, "Okay, I guess I'll just go back to America and pretend 
like I understand the black experience and like legitimately that's I mean that that sounds like a joke where you're like oh well a black guy goes somewhere else and it's like well I'm not really doing here I guess I'll just go back home and pretend like I'm more black than I was and that'll like get me a career no that's what he did that's exactly what he did is that he came did back he really and he go to was private like, school yeah yeah the dude's mom is like a doctor he went to private school then he went to like a fucking really really good acting college and shit Damn. in upstate New York the dude's from like he's, a nice uh, ass suburb he's like the guy in eight mile who's trying to rep like he's hard. And then mm-hmm. uh, B-Rabbit is like, you went to Crambook, that's a private school. And everybody's like, oh, that's... He's the fucking... Jordan Peele's the dude who gets dissed in 8 Mile. Yeah, yeah. No, the... Well, like, I've gone on about this before, about the thing that I really fucking hate is that people pretend like Jordan Peele is a fucking black guy. But at best, he has, he has experienced racism at the highest a professional level and barely at all as a normal person like if i were to tell him about like a street fight he'd be like oh man that's insane one time i didn't get to do a five minute stand-up act because there was a white guy that went before me and i would i i would just be like are you fucking kidding me like i just told you about how as a teenager i had to fight a grown man to like not die because he just hated my race and you're gonna be like i didn't make fifty dollars one day like, can you actually suck a dick? <laughs> that's it's, like, uh, the, that's the genuine comparison, like, of our lives. It's like, this is, he, Jordan Peele is black. You, you, you know, that's your race. That's how you're bored. But he just doesn't know shit about, like, being black. Wow. That's, I'm so glad that we have a podcast so that you can say the things that I cannot. Because that's, I didn't say any of that. But I'm also not disagreeing with any of that. But I didn't say it. So you can't quote me. Well, you, but I'm I mean, not you, saying that it's wrong. <laughs> you, you gotta, you, you, I think other white people can, like, some white people can, like, tell, right? You can, like, tell. You can tell that I, like, grow up in a white neighborhood, right? Like, you, I sound like I grew up in a white neighborhood. Like, I have a redneck accent that I have to suppress. Like, you can tell. Other black people, other white, or excuse me, other white people will be like, yeah, Jerry's like black, but only like, you know, because that's the way he looks or whatever. But like Jordan Peele's the same way, but to other black people, he's even less like, because it's only because of the way he looks. Like there's no other feature that we think is like inherently black about the dude. It's, I mean, you could tell. You have like, everybody, I, uh, everybody has a real black radar. That's I why wonder... they lock the doors when we walk by. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if my neighbor who's flying the Confederate flag would think that Jordan Peele's black. Because I feel like he would. No, he definitely thing. would. It's so funny that I'm in Canada and my neighbor has a Confederate flag. Because it's, <laughs> it's like, there is no heritage argument, right? He's, I've talked <laughs> to him. He does, he's, he's not like, I just moved to Canada. Like, he's not, you know what I mean? He's not Southern. Yeah. He's just a guy who's like, well, what's the flag that means I don't want any black people coming to my house? <laughs> like, I, yeah. yeah, we we talked about this before. There's a guy that lives up the road from my house that has a Confederate flag, and right in the middle it says "heritage, not hate." And like, I mean, I live in America. You could presume that maybe someone from his family is like Southern or whatever. But I know the dude and like his immediate family. They're just from like right here they might be from actually a little more north of here um in like some of the more rural areas but they're just like california motherfuckers 
<laughs> this dude that you're talking about is considerably more nor- north and potentially has absolutely no connection to the south so much so that it i mean if if we're going by um the, the his geography here and thinking that that cor- co- correlates with his uh genealogy it is probably likely that he would have his family would have been on the side specifically that would have been like not southern <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, the we're exact not even, opposite we're not even that close to the border it's you know what i mean we're not like on the it's it's i mean some racist guy just like staring across the lake at detroit being like nope god i gotta let them know there's not that's not happening we're like pretty far i mean i guess there's plenty of black people in toronto there's definitely plenty of black people in toronto so which is yeah. you know maybe why this dude's up here but it's it's so fucking crazy that he just has a confederate flag because it's not <laughs> that's you have no connection you know what i mean it's not it's, it's not like dude, my fucking grandfather fought in the civil if they called this guy if they're like you want to come hey we're reaching out to people our numbers are dwindling we're trying to get more people to do our civil war reenactments and he's like oh no I I'm I'm just a bigot. I don't want I don't have any interest. I, I don't actually, want to wear a coat. I actually don't even support like a lot of what the South was fighting for. I mean, individual state rights and shit. I don't give a fuck about that. I just really don't <laughs> think black people should be allowed. I, I love Abraham Lincoln. I just think he got one thing wrong. But everything else he did, I'm a generally a supporter. <laughs> His most famous accomplishment is the thing uh, specifically that I disagree with. He's like, no, I didn't like either side because they weren't fighting for what I wanted. See, they wanted to have slaves or to free slaves. I was just thinking genocide. So I'm not really, (laughs) I'm not really like a South guy, but they had some, some good ideas. That's great. I fucking, I like the idea of this Canadian being like, oh, hey there, but the, uh, the South will rise again. Don't you know? (laughs) This, uh, yeah, man, it's, um, it's not a Canadian accent, but that's okay. You're trying. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I, I can do the, Hey there, bud. And then everything else after that isn't Canadian. You know what? My my favorite Canadian movie is Fargo. That's my favorite (laughs) movie about what it's like to live in Canada. You know, my favorite Canadian person is, uh, Louie Anderson's mom in (laughs) Life with Louie. That's the one, right? It was, or am I thinking Bobby's world, where his mom was like uh, super from Minnesota, like way yeah. from like Minnesota. Do, uh, yeah, I don't know. You wouldn't be the first person to get fucking uh, Bobby's world and life with Louie confused. They both, they had that look. They looked like they were made by the same person. They're, they might, both have, they just, might have been similar anime, animation teams. Yeah, those both fucking sucked i'm pretty sure i mean i watched them when i was like four so i can't remember but i feel like they're probably hot fucking garbage i i i have uh said this before i think one of the only shows that was maybe really good uh from my childhood with the exception of some of the nickelodeon shows that are obviously good like doug and shit was like uh ninja turtles i think ninja turtle when i think back ninja turtles is still good now if you watch it like old ninja turtles but really nothing else like street sharks fucking sucks and i was big yeah, garbage sharks it's it just uh, you don't dude i fucking so when i was a kid i was really into that show johnny quest like not yeah. the not the old 60s one but they like updated and brought back johnny quest mm-hmm. and i was reading about it on wikipedia and one of the things they said were like um 
for the second season, it was revealed that um, Haji has psychic powers that come from his status as like a yogi. And I was like, they just gave this dude psychic powers between like seasons one and two because it like wasn't that interesting. So season one of the show is a show about like a bunch of kids who are sort of caught up in the life of like a weird eccentric millionaire. Yeah. And then in season two, one of them has superpowers, even though that wasn't part of the show before. And I know that as a kid, I was just like, oh, cool. Haji fucking has powers. He could like float and like read people's minds or like whatever he was able to do. But yeah, it's I think that's an advantage of writing children's television is this you don't have to care. You could just put whatever in there and then like, I mean, because it, it is really just a matter of getting the kids to like it. So you don't have to worry about continuity or anything. But I thought I remember Haji doing a thing with his like thing with his turban and his little turban jewel in the original. It doesn't matter anyways, because I'm thinking now to uh, the year 2008 and I'm walking around. I've, I've now completely failed my attempt to join the United States Marine Corps. Uh, you know, long story. And I, you were going to be a Marine dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to be a Marine. Uh, a little bit after I got my GED, I immediately started, uh, the enlistment process and i got all the way through to a piss test and a blood test and they didn't care that my piss was like hot as fuck with weed but my blood test came back with an extremely high testosterone epi test epi testosterone level uh because i was doing shark testosterone and so wait they, they fucking like, test you for roids to get into the marines well they didn't test me for roids right they test you for hepatitis and aids and like they test your blood to make sure that you're like healthy to go into right. the military right and it just turns out that one of the tests that they do is to make sure that you have like stable testosterone epi testosterone levels and i didn't so that to them uh the thing on my papers said that it was like a potential um uh, high potential cardio risk or whatever based on epi testosterone testosterone level returns so in layman's terms yeah like I didn't get to join the Marine Corps because I was taking steroids. Uh, in their terms, because the steroids were probably going to give me a heart attack, but they weren't going to give me a heart attack. I was fine. No, dude. Steroids are good for you. <laughs> I was fine. Okay? I was good. Yeah. Those uh, fucking idiots. They, they really missed out. Anyway, what so... The, yeah, what do the Marines know about being healthy? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You know, yeah, every single fools. one of those dudes is a square. And, like, they get taller after they come out of boot camp like you know you're supposed to quit growing at an age marines will just keep getting taller it's very weird anyways the uh i'm like walking around the mall and i see one of my friends from the the pt exercises that we would do during recruitment he has um he's getting ready for like his thing he's getting ready to go to meps he's getting ready to deploy um but we did a lot of pt together in my initial run and i see him like oh hey man how you been and he's like oh good just uh you know, getting ready to go to basic, you know, really would love to get out there and shoot some Haji soon. And I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. Fucking yeah, dude. 9-11 sucked. Fist bump. But he's like gone. And right now you and I are talking and I just got that back. And I'm like, oh shit, my friends are racist. Oh you shit. called them Hajis? Oh my God. I just realized my friends are racist. It took 10 years, well, friend. 13 years, but it's all right. I wonder my if he died. Racist, but he fucking, he knows about, you know. He's he's read up on his cartoons. He did. He's educated. <laughs> no, that's that is what that is what uh Hmm. That is what a good portion of Americans 
did and do call Middle Easterners as Hajis. Dude, I this might be okay. This is like this might be like a bit too personal, but I feel like already in this show, there's a theme of something good almost happening to you and then it being fucked up for like the most random reason. Yeah. There's like a pattern where you almost do something good and then a wild thing that no one's ever thought about, like you're fucking taking shark testosterone and they find it in your blood or like a guy who just knows that you pissed on a dude, like works at the car dealership where you're supposed to be getting a job. It almost, and I'm, again, I don't mean to be a dick, have you considered that there's like a curse on you? Well, people people legitimately don't understand like my perpetual rage and depression. But like you have to just look at all the variables, right? I went to art school, okay? One of the guys that sat next to me was like, "Hey, do you want to go smoke some weed?" And I was like, "Uh, you know, not today. Every day we go and smoke weed. Today is the one day." that I don't want to. I'm a little bit behind. I need to need to draw up some thumbnails, right, for this project. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go smoke some weed. He goes out. He doesn't come back that day. He shows up the next day, and he's like, uh, yeah, I just came to get my shit. I'm just going to leave school. When I went outside, I met this dude, and he asked me if I wanted to animate for him. And I was like, oh, cool. Uh, what, are you, what are you animating? He's like, I don't know. Something. Some cartoon, some kids, they work at a park or something. I don't totally know. He didn't give me all the details, but he offered me a contract right there. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. So, like, if I had gone to smoke weed with him, I would also be hanging. I would have gone, me and Trevor um, would have been sitting in the car when he, this dude approached him and talked to him. And I potentially could have worked on regular show with my friend <laughs> from art school. But I didn't go smoke weed that day. So now... I went to school with the guy that now and no at no here's another thing too another guy in that in that class uh uh tested the voice and I think he might be the voice of Bugs Bunny he's an Asian dude uh okay. fuck I can't remember he's a, he's from Canada he was in um our 3D modeling class because he was living in Sacramento for something and we had like a really good 3D modeling course there and he was like, uh, what's it called whenever you sit in on a class? Um, auditing. What, what? Yeah, what? Auditing? Yeah, auditing. And he was auditing in there a couple of times. And I remember the guy. And then, what, like four or five months ago, I was sitting here. And they were like, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I, went, I mean, I, that's cool. Went to the same school or whatever. Uh, I could do any voice. Just call me, Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's fine. No. <laughs> I I I I don't know what it is. It could be a curse, but like it, it is it is a running theme where I get like right there so many times and then something you you were like, "You know what? I'm going to I'm going to take the hard road in my life. I'm a tough guy. I'm going to be a professional cage fighter. That's the career for me. I'm so excited to ride my motorcycle." <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I know this is really fucking mean, but I am saying, I am saying it seems like you've been hard done by. I know it's like a shitty thing to point out, but it does seem like when you were like seven, was there like an old Haitian woman in the neighborhood and you like saw her and just went like, na 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 na. And then she's like, oh, well, this, this boy's like, she's like, 
108 and still has like a voodoo doll of you? She's like, I can't fucking believe he said na 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 to me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You, yeah. you have done and transgressed on me today. I don't know why I brought the Arab guy back, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've just learned to deal with it, right? I No, I actually haven't because when I, I was streaming no pixel for maybe like 40 minutes and my PC died, okay? Um, I was having a power problem. I got my, my PC back up and fucking, there's like crash prio. So I have a few minutes to get back in and keep my slot, but Steam starts initializing and never fucking finishes and doesn't finish the update and then finally opens and it's too late and I missed my crash my crash prior and i'm like laid on the ground thinking like this shit does always happen to me like i get an opportunity and then shit fails and then i'm thinking that literally ha- happens to everybody like literally everybody it was like perpetual failure until the absolute moment that they succeed and they go like i was good the whole time i was great forever <laughs> me i'm perfect but then you just described like my my biggest individual personal like loss and like the largest uh uh l i'll ever take in my entire life and i'm like that doesn't happen to people that that, that doesn't <laughs> normal people don't actually have like a prepared like career path that they're like okay at that they completely ruin because they impulsively buy a motorcycle one day like that doesn't normally happen what well, yeah and it's also the case that like uh you know, Frank Mir wasn't also like, like almost fucking like the dude who draws The Simpsons. He didn't like almost. He wasn't almost a Korean animator. He just got in a really bad motorcycle accident, and that's right. his one thing. That's like his cross to bear. No, no, mine's like several smaller ones around and a big one. You no, it is. I I am a cursed dude. You're not fucking wrong. I'm a cursed <laughs> dude. I don't dude, know what to that say. Fucking, yeah um that's so great i'm gonna i'm gonna call you like next week and be like look dude love doing the podcast with you just gotta let you know it's all now about uh glory to allah right Allah (laughs) so we're pivoting now i know you like making jokes but a new thing i'm a very dedicated muslim (laughs) (laughs) this show just becomes about my least favorite religion and like for some reason i'm still doing it like i don't just go (laughs) no but i show up Every every yeah, like, every week. Why are you doing that that weird show with that Muslim guy? They're like, he used to be really funny. I swear, <laughs> it's he. And they're like, okay, well now he's just saying that we got to keep hunting Salman Rushdie, which is a weird <laughs> thing for you to be associated with. I don't know what to say. All right, we he I I like the dude. I expect him to be funny again. I just figure if we sit <laughs> out two hundred episodes. We're in the middle of every episode. He sometimes has to just get down on his knees and face east for an yeah. hour. I don't know how long Muslims pray. I don't know how long that goes. It's definitely not because they do it five times a day. It's definitely not an hour. Cumulative, maybe an hour. Maybe you're like a new type of Muslim that just tries to get all the prayer in at once, right? Like a more efficient. That's, that's so funny. I'm just holding the satanic verses and being like, look, do you see what he says about the prophet in this book? We have to find this man. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to uh, Sunday School, or as it's now known, let's let's uh, hunt and kill the apostates. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Bloom Online. Bloom, uh, those people who say, je suis Charlie, they got to go, right? Am I right? They're out. Out. 
Yep. <laughs> now I don't actually believe that, but for the sake of the show, for the bit, <laughs> like I had a practice no. it. You know what? You're right. We should throw homosexuals <laughs> off of roofs. Now I don't believe that, guys. I'm just <laughs> listen. If we don't, if we don't do this, he'll quit. And I think that we'll we'll do a funny episode about I don't know something he learned in the future. So we just got to stick with this. <laughs> For right now, he yeah, will, no, he will become cool. sane. Yeah, right, cool. I anyway, I don't know. I hope I don't do that to you, but who you know that that fucking Haitian witch is out there. <laughs> <laughs> I I do want to point out that our version of the Muslim version of Sunday school isn't a traditional like regular Islamic uh, podcast or anything where we just like talk about Islam. The version that you and I pitched is radical islamist podcast where you're like yeah zeshwi charlie that's a terrible thing to say right like you can't you can't or a, yeah. a terrible company like you can't uh you can't draw mohammed that's bad we need to kill people i'm like 9-11 is cool so we didn't just think of like us turning the show to islamic show we decided that we were going to turn it into like a pro osama bin laden pro al-qaeda like isis the podcast we're we're <laughs> we're we're atheists like i've never i don't convert i never read the quran i just support the fatwas like anyone the ayatollah has called for us to do violence against i'm like i just as a set from a secular perspective i also agree with khomeini's commands i just that i do believe in that i i myself i'm agnostic i guess you would say i don't know what you would call it but i do doing <laughs> jihad is something i subscribe to <laughs> earlier we were talking about how like you can't do you really can't do online stuff in real life and uh i was gonna bring up that like the whole online atheist community has that problem to where like uh it's it's like boomers right um i don't know if you've ever seen the video of this lady that runs up and like stabs a kid in the face with a knife and the dad is like what the fuck's going on like pushing her away because he doesn't realize the son's getting stabbed in the face and like that, co uh, that video will come up like crazy Russian lady stabs child or whatever. And in the comments will be like, probably a fucking liberal. He would never do this. Like, and it's like, uh, this dude's being like, this lady stabbed my kid. And like, he doesn't want to hear your like poly rants or whatever. But <laughs> the online atheist community has the same thing where like someone will die and the, their family will post like, oh, fucking, you know, Charles, you know, died of cancer today. It's really sad prayers uh, would, you know, thank you. Uh, for all the prayers and and well wishes or whatever and you'll see a dude and they're like god's not even real prayer isn't gonna bring your friend back to life <laughs> and i like to i like to imagine yeah. like so now we take the same guy we put him he's like an islamic uh like an islamic funeral which is like kind of a thing uh there's like a whole thing going on it's not the same bleak shitty christian funeral it's i mean it's still shitty right religious funerals all suck but this one isn't as boring as like a protestant funeral and uh, the guy's like, hey, you know, actually, that incense doesn't do shit, but make it smell good in here. Like, it's not purifying <laughs> that dude at all. Allah's not going to take him and give him seven virgins. Like, that's fake, bro. That's fake, bro. No, it's fake, bro. It's stupid, dude. No, Aisha's like nine, okay? He's a pedophile, bro. What do you think? He flew on a horse? Horses don't have wings. Okay, dude. But, like, in a mosque. Yeah. Well, that, listen... That man um, is not alive uh, because <laughs> it's just not how that works. No, I don't know. I, I actually, I don't 
How did we even get on this? Oh, I was just saying that I would go crazy and be a secular, secular guy who wants to hunt apostates. And I am going to do that. That is going to be true. You're going to hunt the apostates? But wait, which apostates? Just like Islamic apostates? Because that's also a yeah. secular guy. Yeah, yeah. Just the people. I don't know, dude. I'm just... <laughs> No, if I if I'm gonna start doing Islamic things, I'm gonna do the cool Islamic things, like buy women and live in the <laughs> U U A E, and I don't know, own luck, Chinamen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just gonna real quick disavow uh, what Bloom's <laughs> just said. Just, I Wait just disavow that real quick. What? Just Why real quick. are we disavowing this, but none of the other stuff we've both said? Well, because the other stuff was... Look, you could be offensive if you're being very stupid. Uh, <laughs> and I just feel like that wasn't like quite stupid enough. <laughs> it was too dead on. <laughs> That's okay. personally... Well, th before I was like, what if I went crazy in this specific way? And then you were like, man, I'm so jealous. Whatever. It's, we're just, it's just a quick disavow. Uh, very super funny. <laughs> It's funny when people wear bear suits. That's dress up like a bear. What's going on with that? Crazy. <laughs> I, here's the here's the thing I just realized is that uh, the format of the show is actually one of us was supposed to teach another one the other thing. The last two episodes, we've just been like reciprocating lessons. It's like you'll give a lesson in something obscure and I'll give a lesson in something obscure. And then we bounce on these these jokes for a while. Did you have something prepared for today? No, dude. We'll. Okay. I figure we'll get back to that when someone has something juicy. But it's just like whatever the the space for the fucking bit is is all that matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. We could we could fucking we could workshop this after the show. But it's just <laughs> it's it's like jazz. You know what I mean? I feel like it's natural and like evolving. Well, our original conversation was about how easily manipulated I am by conspiracies, and that I have to like force my way out of them. So we kind of have found let's like go around we're, we're talking about gullibility and we got all the way down to like uh how you could be extremely gullible and also uh a terrorist so it, it full circle yeah man that's the important thing is that we end with a lesson that's uh you know how you know the show's done <laughs> so uh, thanks everybody for uh listening to sunday school uh you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. None of this shit is posted yet, but there will be links and shit. You can follow us. Uh, Bloom, you want to plug your stream? Yeah, I'm Bloom Online on Twitch and Mulatto underscore Jesus on Twitter. Pay attention to me. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, join us next time when we fucking... I don't know, dude. It's just us. We're the, we're the selling point. Fucking listen to the show if you like the jokes. And then if you want something structured go listen to last podcast on the left because god knows those fucking guys need more money okay come bye. back come back next week when we have zombie tv uh choke me out for selling lucy cigarettes on the street just so i can show that <laughs> we're gonna do it won't somebody, work buddy they don't die <laughs> just just me my arms aren't touching your necks and i'm as you're now i'm like as you can see he's fine it's not a problem at all because he's not He's not a fat piece of shit with diabetes. And so imagine if he was a cop, he'd be doing it even less. <laughs> All right. And you just just something fuck. Just you 
walk it's you walking by and you have uh like a hoodie but you're carrying it and i'm like as you can see he doesn't have his hood up so i can recognize that he's not doing crime which is why i'm not shooting him and forcing him to spill his skittles this is the appropriate way to walk it <laughs> yeah all right steven crowder's a fucking i don't even know i don't want to know that guy fuck it uh, whatever idiot okay bye